it's important to practice good hygiene. Welcome to the No Mago Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta, and I'm just here to advise you to push wisely. Just do the right thing. Don't push Mongo. I mean, unless you're just learning, you're, you're starting out, that's fine. Just unlearn it as quickly as possible. But just do the right thing. That's I'm just all I'm here for, to help you out. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta. It's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Or email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. So quick heads up. I'll be off for the next two weeks. It's got two digits, whole number, two weeks. So you can, you can scroll all the way up now on your phone. Just scroll, scroll, scroll. Check out some of those older episodes maybe you missed. This is episode, what, 231. And add a couple of diff- different uh additional ones in there too so it's actually more than that so yeah go back check out all the amazing interviews i had with all these guests lots of amazing humans that have had the pleasure of meeting and getting to know over the years and like i said swipe up swipe that thumb up for a change but mainly just please support what those guests are doing whatever they're doing there's always they're always doing something new so when you check it out say oh yeah i want to check out this individual stuff maybe buy their things support it follow them whatever you know just just please I have them on this show for a reason. It's not just for selfish reasons. I really like these people, so I would appreciate if you uh, you checked them out as well. You could tell them I sent you. Now, starting off, hold on a sec. Okay, had to take a quick sip of my adult beverage. Starting off with a couple of you know congratulations. Okay, I'll start off with the most painful one first. Congrats to Sean Malto. Yeah, Sean. And his Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. Those who do not like sports, just kind of, you can put your your two fingers over your ears and just go, la, 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 la. Y'all done and kind of ripped that trophy right out of the Niners' hands, huh? I mean, it was right here. It was. It was it was right here, right there, until the last minute, literally last seconds. And you did what you did last year. You won the whole damn thing. So congrats, Sean, Mr. Malto. You're probably really excited. You're probably still partying, huh, dude? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're probably still partying from last year. You're probably just like, yeah, we're gonna go. We're three Pete, three Pete, three Pete. Hold it, hold it. Slow down. The Niners will be back, hopefully next year, and we'll do this again. But yeah, I won't go much too more into too more into that. But I must admit, I'm no longer upset at Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, you pro- now you're really like, oh Rick, what are you talking about? I mean, it's not her fault. Okay, it's it's really. I mean, I was I wouldn't consider myself a Swifty, but I respect her music. She's got some good songs. But during the Super Bowl, I'm like. If they show her face one more time, I swear I'm going to lose it. But it was only a total of, what, 45 seconds is all that she was shown for the whole, what, three out, almost four hours of that, that game. So I just had to point that out. I'm no longer upset at Taylor. It's not her fault. This was this Hollywood magic unicorns and rainbows and just puppy dogs ending that had to be for the, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs and for Taylor Swift and for Travis Kelsey, which leaves me I'm no longer upset at him. I mean, I said some harsh things after the game. I, I, 
I was just frustrated. I was just talking about their faces. I'm all, I don't ever need to see Travis's face again or Taylor's face again. I was pissed. I was upset. But just for less than a day, the, the next day I was like, ah, you know, I'm moving on. So, yeah, I'm a few days removed from the game. I'm good. But as I mentioned earlier, they, the damn cheese, they better not come in and try and do this again next year. Thrice, no. You're done with two. Can't go three in a row. So what, they've had, what, three wins in the last five years? Whatever the hell. It, stop. Sean Malto has enough. He has enough to celebrate. It's one of the best what, SLS riders in, in the the in the history of the, co- the competition. Oh, Anyway, I just had to point that out. So, yeah, congrats again, Chiefs. I feel like I said this last year. Notice my enthusiasm. Yeah, congrats, Chiefs. If you're a Chiefs fan, I still love you. Just Okay? Just know that. Another huge congrats goes to Slam Skateboarding Magazine on 35 years of publishing great skateboarding content for all of us to love, to consume. 35 years is no joke. No joke. And... You're not think about it, they're not too far behind Thrasher who recently turned what 43 I believe. That's a long ass time for both. But definitely congrats to you know Slam Skateboard Magazine. That's awesome. I mean it got me thinking though like what other magazines came around came out around that time that are still around. And actually no are they still around? Cuz when I looked there were not a lot of them that were So this would be, what, 1988 when issue number one was released from Slam to the world. 1988. That's crazy. Issue number five, to put things in perspective, issue number five of them, they had Stacey Peralta, a Stacey Peralta interview. That's how old, that's how OG they are. They've been around for a long time, much like Thrasher. All you gamers out there, you probably remember GamePro. Remember that magazine? I subscribed to it, uh, I think, on and off for years. I would subscribe. It would lapse. I'd get a different you know, gaming magazine. But, yeah, GamePro. That one went under, though, in 2011. So, 89 to 2011. R.I.P. Metal Maniacs, for all you metalheads. Yeah. That wasn't around. It actually ended in 2009. So, a little less than GamePro. Oh, Soap Opera Magazine. I'm sorry. Soap Opera Weekly. They launched in 1989, hung around until 2012. Just barely passed a GamePro. I'm sure my mom bought this magazine for sure. I'm sure I saw it around the house growing up. I remember having to record The Young and the Restless for her, you know, on VHS. Talk about, like, good times. And those are just some of the, like, a couple of the many ill-fated magazines that launched in 89. It's tough out there. Some people say print media is dead. I don't know. It's is it will it go through a cycle kind of like with records where it kind of almost dies 100% and then it comes back? I don't know. All I got to say is keep doing doing you slam mag. Keep doing you. Shout out to anyone tuning in uh, over there in Australia. I see you guys. One love. Oh, quick question. Did you know that Cater was in New York City recently and he filmed a 2 minute and 20 second uh, Adidas commercial with Chris Brown and Mike Ward? Yeah? Yeah, that's right. We we had our first Cater sighting of 2024. What? We got to see him in a car playing soccer slash basketball, whatever they were doing. They were doing a combination of both. 
We got to see him do a switch flip over a bench, switch front 180 to a cool, and I'm talking like, I really sound like cool, like a calm and cool speed check slash, you know, power slide seconds before, you know, crashing into a pedestrian. That was nice. That was at 24 seconds in. Did you see that? Damn. I mean, that guy handled it well. The pedestrian, that is. Because he was so off balance, he was leaning more on kind of his left foot, so kind of almost into cater. That could have been a disaster. I mean, I sort of like, he did He did a push away with his right hand. That's a good thing to kind of help offset his weight. He's like, it's just reflex. I'm doing it now. Like, left foot, boom, uh, uh. So that guy, like, that was close. And then he continued on. He did kick flip another bench to Nolly front front 180 flip to wrap it all up. So that was that was a nice run. But I had to point out that speed check and power slide ball. Calm, cool, and collected. I'd have to restart my run. I'd be like, whoa, guys, that was too close. Let's go, let's go back. Let's go. Let's do it again. But yeah, there's like I said, there's a lot of them playing basketball in this. Like at 47 seconds in, that was just straight up. That's a that's a penalty right there. A flag, everything. What do you, but what sport were they playing? Were they playing soccer? Or were they playing basketball? Or were they playing football? Or were they playing rugby? All I heard was, yo, ref, yo, yo, ref, yo. Exactly. Yo, ref is right. Let go of the man. I mean, unless you're playing it, unless I, I thought you were playing basketball. Maybe you weren't. And then moments later, you know, Cater's seen doing a switch front flip over that. It was a seven stair handrail, but it was one of those longer steps. I think the steps are about a foot wide. So that's a pretty long rail, pretty high rail. Good stuff, Cater. You know, we got to see this shoe. Got to see you playing, what, PS5, getting your hair done, get your hair did. I see. I see. But you know one thing I wanted to point out, though? You know one thing we didn't see in this video? Which was very unlike like his usual self. I mean, I'll let you, actually, I won't even say it. I'll let you check it out and see if you can figure it out. But I was like, what? Wait a minute. He didn't, he, I didn't see him. What? Not, not one, not one to, I was just like, very interesting. Is this a new cater? Or is it an Adidas thing? Like, hey man, we got to keep it cool with this one. We got to keep, 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 keep it, like, let's be rated G. Let me know. Let me know if you if you noticed a little subtle difference in this two minute and what twenty second commercial. And are you gonna cop those Adidas? You gonna you pick up a pair? Let me know. Another video I checked out was Sewa Krutkov. Did I say that right? I think I did. Sewa Krutkov. Was it Thuis? Thui? His part was pretty banging. That was about two two minutes and sixteen seconds is what I wrote down. So a little bit shorter than the Adidas one, but Dew was putting it down in the Bay Area. I mean. Right from the opening image, I knew we were like in for a treat. His first trick wasn't too bad either. It was just a nice and, and clean nolly back heel down a big three. And, but I, I wanted to point out, like, notice when he catches the board. To, it, it seemed like he was almost still on the ascent, right? Not descent. It's like mad pop. Mad catch, of course, too. But that was nice. You know, I'm glad they included two angles of that. Uh, he just made that look way too easy. I had to point out, I mean, that's a first op uh, opening trick. Not too bad, right? And then a few seconds later, he busted out another trick that I truly didn't appreciate until the second or third viewing of this video. Because I think if you blink, like you might not even, it might not notice in your brain, or it just won't register like the greatness it is. Big flip, back tail shove. 
is that 19 seconds in that that's has so much going on big flip back tail shove i mean I, it, it literally flashed past my my eyeballs practically unnoticed the first time around i was like whoa wait how did i not notice that before but then it's, if it makes sense because i mean he, it, moments earlier he did like a big spin back tail shove so i mean he just kind of leveled up you know kicked it up a notch of course he had to kick it up a notch, right? It was so damn good. And effortless, too. Effortless. Like, which is probably why I really didn't notice it at first. I mean, that's so difficult. Gotta love the attempt. Well, it was perfectly timed with the, the Bay Bridge reference on the song and the sighting at 21 seconds. But, I mean, I see you working. I see you working, fellas. Even if it was the Golden Gate Bridge that was shown. You know, I'm not blowing any whistles. It's all good. It's A for effort for me. You know, 99% of the people watching aren't even going to notice it. But if you live out here, you're like, wait a minute. No, that's not the that's not the Bay Bridge. But I get it. I appreciate, I respect the effort. That's good. I said I just had to point it out because the Bay Bridge is, is a bit different. Just a little bit. I mean, well, there's pretty significant difference, but I just had to point that out. But how about that tray flip? He did a tray flip. Tray flip. Ugh, crooked grind to fakie. At 30 seconds in. That was epic. I feel like if he played a game of skate against Shane O'Neal and busted out that trick, that'd be epic. That'd be a letter. Be like, check. Actually, have they gone to get a battled against each other? Now I think about it. I don't know. He just made it look way too easy. I was like, not cool, man. Not cool. Oh, checking my notes. At 46 seconds in, was that a Mike Maldonado sighting? I didn't go back to confirm. Yeah? Is that him? I think it was. I love the line starting at 49 seconds in. He did a tray flip, kick flip up the curb to nose manual, and then nolly flip into that small bank, which was timed well with the lyrics. I see you guys working again. Lots of thought went into this video. I like it. I mean, that counts as, a, as like a small bank to me. Bravo. Yeah. And the thumbnail they used. So the, the trick actually went down at 50 se 59 seconds in. But that angle, it didn't do that nollie front flip justice at all. You know, I had to rewind it a few times to fully kind of kind of appreciate it or, like, see exactly what or how difficult it was. Only because I think that was more difficult, that spot, because he is goofy-footed. Because that's the hard way to go. You know, because had he done like a nollie backside heel or backside flip, it would have been kind of going a, on the, the lower side of the rail, so a little bit you know, much easier to spin than front side. But it's still crazy. I just I just wish there was another angle to kind of to truly highlight the difficulty of that because it didn't you didn't really see that and couldn't really appreciate it as much as just like oh yeah okay that's great because when I saw it I'm like wait oh yeah he's going over a rail there it didn't look like it at first it's kind of almost it blends in. It just like I said, it was just. I mean, it's interesting. Obviously, they use that for the uh, the thumbnail to get us to click. But I would have loved to see like a second angle of that one. Just you know, getting nitpicky. Then he had about like forty five seconds of just technical wizardry, all leading up to his ender, one that they originally lined up on the right side of him, you know, and the trick, but thankfully switched to the left side to get you know of the action and everything to fully take it all in. Do you notice that? And while I was rewatching, I was kind of focusing on the timing of the edit. And it worked. You know, it was right about the time he crouched to do the ollie. 
And then the movie magic, magic editing and stuff like that, quote unquote, had us flip to the other side. So that was a, you know, who shout out to Chase. Is it Gabor? 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 Nice. I, I see it. I had to call it out. Well done on that. But yeah, they had to move it over. Like it didn't give that trick justice, you know, if you would have would have been on the right side of him. But the trick itself, a nose manual, nolly flip, nose blunt. What? Uh, okay, man. Whatever. I mean, how, how how did you do that to us? And how did you do that? Period. And that was just clean too. I mean, real talk. That was clean. Well, I mean, I was thinking like, what's more difficult, the nose manual or the nolly flip? And he was doing. He did them both. I mean, for me, it's obviously the nose manual because I suck at them and I'm not good at nolly flips either. But if you told me I could only do one or the other, I don't know. I would try probably nollie flips because nose man, <laughs> hell no. But he did them both. Combo. I mean, I could see myself in my heyday being able to ollie up that ledge and then like maybe nollie flip. Yeah. Or try to like pretend to do a nose manual to maybe nose blunt. That, see, that wouldn't work out for me. It just it doesn't make sense. Anyway. Either way, that ender was ridiculous. I'm glad we got to see multiple angles of it. I'm glad they switched the camera to the other side so we got to truly, like, cinematically see that unfold. It was a good angle. Well done. And quote, as he said, is that it? You have it? I hope so. Oh, they got it. They got it already. Multiple angles. I mean, could that be an early entry into the T-O-T-Y box? Mm, I'm already going there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could see it. Should be a nominated uh, trick. Could be. We'll just have to wait and see. Ten more months, which is crazy, right? Years flying by. Let's see. What else? Oh, Riley Hawks uh, out there. That was pretty good. And I really I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. You know, especially the first three minutes. Everything he said was spot on and relatable. Three minutes that if, if you don't want to commit to it, I can't remember what the total length was. I think it's like 10, 12 minutes. So I didn't write it down. The first three minutes, just listen to that. Only because I've always wanted to get into some discipline of martial arts, but this just might make me like at least pursue, like look into it. I don't really have the time during the week to, to do that. Maybe if it's one night a week or maybe on the weekend, I could squeeze in an hour here and there. I don't know. I just, maybe I can make the time. You know, I, I just need another outlet outside of skateboarding like he said another outlet outside of skateboarding sure i do like some writing on the side and stuff like that but sometimes i'm not as um inspired so i'm just i need something else i think this might be it you know it might be it might be fun it's challenging don't get me wrong i know i have friends that do it students that that work that i uh talk to the high school kids some of them are in it i'm like but i'm like maybe maybe i don't know but it was just uh i wrote down so honest and real from Riley you know it's just good to hear like his perspective but yeah those first three minutes were were amazing and what I didn't expect though is to get like a little worked up towards the end a little get a little a little emotional right when Tony was talking about Riley when he's talking about him yeah it's his son right but you can tell like truly tell how proud of him he is so proud and and also proud that he didn't force skateboarding on him you know he didn't say oh Riley you have to skate or you know he I'm sure it, maybe uh, it's easy for me to say, but maybe these kids felt like they may. Oh, my dad's a skate, professional skateboarder. Maybe I need to, but he never pushed that onto him. Um, sure, I mean, in nepotism 
was, I mean, some would argue maybe was involved, but it's not like it is in like Hollywood. I mean, Riley went out and earned that. He earned that his name on the board. He earned his name on those shoes, you know? And it's not just because he turned pro because of who his dad was. But yeah, I just had to point that out. He, he, Tony was so, I'm like, Tony, you're going to make me cry, dude? That's my boy. That's my boy. You could hear it in his voice. kind of crackled a little bit, you know? You could picture, like, uh, Tony just kind of doing the cut it off the gesture. And like, no, we got to do another take. Can't finish it. But Riley, you know, he paved his own path and is continuing to do so. And <laughs> as he said, you know, maybe he could do this for another 17 more years. And that he's just going to go until his body says nope. But, you know, if you – Obviously, we're paying attention to Tony's progress and how long he's skating. You know, they got the same genes, and you know now that actually Riley. I mean, not that I don't I don't know Tony, but I don't think he was a, probably a big partier back in his day. And it sounded like you know Riley kind of got that out of his system, and now he's kind of focusing on his longevity and his body. He could skate just as long as that, and Tony's gonna be like, you know, we're gonna joke about it. Ten years from now, he'll still be skating, but probably not at the level he's at. But Riley could do it. Riley could skate for another 17 more years. I could totally see that. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. I respect the hell out of both of these guys. But, yeah, Tony, stop trying to make me cry, dude. That, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. But that was time well spent. So check it out if you haven't done so yet. It's out there. Riley Hawks. Very, very good. And finally, Caswell Berry's Dirt Weasel VX part dropped, what, two days ago? And as of this recording... It has about 6,400 views, so 6.4K views on the YouTube. And I think that number should be much higher, considering it's Caswell Berry. You know, he's got a long history in skateboarding, a lot of fans from back in the day, the tilt mode day. I think it should still be it should be, it, it should be at least at 10K, at least by this day. You know what I mean? Is it the title? That's why I wanted to point out. Is it, well, and namely the quote-unquote VX? I know a lot of you will not watch it simply because it's filmed on VX. I say, you know, you're missing out. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of VX. Like, if you gave me a bunch of cameras to choose from, and like, oh yeah, I'll take that one. But I also don't hate it either. <laughs> growing up, yeah, I'm aging myself here, and I've talked about it before. But growing up before HD and red cams, I kind of got used to like the grainy ass, not even like, not even close to 480i types of screens and videos vhs tapes you know got nothing on the technology these days but i got used to it so i appreciate when i see you know obviously ultra clear 4k when we watch sports or whatever avatar on tv i get it and and, the, and not having the the great color palettes the clarity i get it all i guess but as i'm saying i'm just i was just growing up on it i was used to it you know so it's like yeah it's not a big deal so i won't pass on a video strictly because of what it is filmed on is what i want to point out bring on the high eight you know the the, the one that kind of looks like a, a gun i had those in film school the 16 millimeter whatever what are the other ones high eight super like high eight super eight beta max none of you probably remember that beta max it looks like a half of a vhs um cassette bring it all on i don't care my thing is if if i start to notice like specific things about that that means the video is not that good maybe the the skating isn't good maybe the editing isn't as good 
maybe the music isn't good you know if i start like i have the this same thing happens with movies too if i start picking it apart or i get behind the cameras i start putting I'm like okay I, I wouldn't have filmed it that way oh i don't know i don't that then it's just it's lost me you know it's hard to get back from that but i didn't have that basically caswell he had my attention the whole damn time six skating you know lots of late shoves i think they counted three maybe four I didn't write them down, but I remember I was like, I had to point that out late shoves and a sick track too. But, but speaking of that sick track is Caswell sending a subtle message to all of us about the importance of, of good hygiene and oral health quote, you got to wash your ass. If you must, you got to wash your hair. If you must, you got to wash your teeth. If you must, or else you'll be funky. Yeah, you know, actually, we all have to do all of them, actually. If we must, no, no, no ifs about it, we must. <laughs> but I forgot about that song. That was from the Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater 3 uh, soundtrack as well. But check this out. I totally forgot how many good songs were on that soundtrack. Let me pull it up here. Not the Same by Body Jar. What's this one here? Oh, Alien Ant Farm, Wish. Oh, yeah, my man Exhibit, paparazzi, it's a shame. You're only in the rap game, only for the money and the fame, paparazzi. That was just off the head. I didn't even look up the lyrics. That's a jam right there. I remember that song. Actually, I'm going to have to listen to some Exhibit now. No, mainly just that song. So, yeah, that was on there. Ace of Spades, of course. Yeah, Motorhead. Yeah, Blitzkrieg Bop. What else? Oh, AFI, Boy Who Destroyed the World. Great track. But yeah, like I said, Dell, the Funky Homo Sapien, If You Must. And yo, yeah, when world. Yeah, Power Man 5000, When Worlds Collide. How many millions of times did we all listen to that? What which was that? Was that on the um the menu? I can't remember. I just yeah, I heard that song more than 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 Dell. So yeah. So, yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, a little flashback. I see you working, uh, Caswell. But as I said, you go ahead and get upset that you didn't get to see him take shots of liquor and follow him up with uh, pickle juice in 4K. You know, that, that's VX-worthy right there. I mean, actually, now I think about it. Is that a combo I'm missing out on? Liquor and pickle juice? I mean, is that whiskey? Because you can use a flask. It's you use whiskey, right? You don't put, like, vodka in there. What would go, what, I should have looked it up. What goes well with pickle juice? Only because when he asked, I think he was asking Kevin, uh, Kevin Calderwood, who did all the, the filming. Great job, by the way, Kevin. I'm assuming that that was him. He said, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. I Let's <laughs> uh, take a shot. Pickle juice. Take a shot. Pickle juice. Uh, I, I'd be like, yo, Caswell, after, after that shot, you got to brush your teeth if you must. Here's the deal. No, Kevin's like handing a toothbrush. Here you go, man. Hey, no, you want Dell? You got to show it. You got to be the song. The message, you got to show the message loud and clear. Anyway, but Caswell, I have a hook now. Little Tom Green hook here. Caswell was off the hook for this one. So much so that... Nine Club, hey guys, I know you don't listen to the show. You guys, you better update that that list behind Chris's head. I think you got to put Caswell's name up there. Can't remember who's on there recently. I haven't watched the um, couple episodes behind. 
You got to put a Caswell's name up there, okay, guys? Yeah. So, yeah. So, just saying, man. Caswell's coming for you in 2024. Jacuzzi Unlimited, they're coming for you in 2024. They got big things in the works. I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know, like, firsthand intel, but from what I've seen. But Caswell, I didn't check his age because, honestly, I don't care because he's still killing it. I think he's, like, five to ten years younger than me. So, he's got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Pickle juice, though, and liquor. What am I missing? Someone please let me know. Say, no, Rick, you got, dude, you got to try it. When you're on vacation next week, you got to try it. No, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Let me have some. So, anyway, that's all I got for this week. As I said, no new episodes for the next two weekends. So, what that means is I will see you in March. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in.